0: the souls. The sunshine patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Do you hear the call? Winter is coming and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join a and
1: answer. All right, we are good. All right, all right, all right. So here we are in our second podcast, and we're already dealing with a schedule change. Apparently, the rage is strung in tear today. So before any further ado, I'm Odin. This is tear. And apparently, he's really pissed off. So this is going to be one hell of an episode for number two. <laughs>
0: All right, My man. My bad. What's got you so pissed off? All right, I got a question. We mentioned it la- the last time we were doing this. We were talking about Garland, and he was mention- he-, he wants to push that parents who go into school board meetings and speak out against critical race theory are domestic terrorists, right? Right, just a theory, right? Yeah, just a theory. <laughs> now, just about a week, week and a half ago, there's an individual who gets a call from his daughter. That she got beat up in her school girl's bathroom. Right? We with the picture so far? Right. Okay. So here's here's where things start getting a little screwy. So he shows up. Now, the, the school didn't call him. He shows up because his daughter calls him and says, I got beat up. Now, like any responsible father, he shows up. Now, mind you, he was probably, well, no, okay, he was definitely a little steamed. I would be. But he gets there, and they tell him that, no, 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 we're going to handle this in-house. He says, no, we're going to get the cops involved. He's going to press charges. Well, they get there, the cops do. They escort him off the premises. Why do they escort him off the premises, and why am I not mad about that? Well because he found out his daughter wasn't beat up in a school bathroom, she was sexually assaulted by a little twink wearing a skirt. And the school didn't want to do anything about it. Didn't want that come public. He wanted to take care of it in house. Basically, what it is, is one set of sexual deviants looking out for another subsect of sexual deviancy. Now, mind you, he's, he's heated. He just Decides he's going to take it to court, whatever. But he decides to go to the school board meeting to express why allowing a transgendered swap in the bathroom can lead to problems and why it should not be allowed in a high school. To which the, the, the activist board leader that has, has set this all up is like, I don't believe your daughter was, was actually raped. I believe she consented. Hold on, is this the same, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Odin, but is this the same fucking side that for the last eight years have been screaming, me too, me too, you have to believe the woman, unless we got some dude that's confused about whether he sits or stands when he pees, puts on a skirt, and then molests a girl in a bathroom, uh, it like that wasn't going to happen.
1: It doesn't fit their narrative, sorry, Tear.
0: <laughs> well, not only that, then they cheer as police Arrest him and escort him from the school board meeting. And they're all cheering. You know what? You know what? You know what? Let the asteroid come. Let the four horsemen rise up. I think that it's about time to say, the buck stops here. Here is my bloodline. Done. Well, we did talk about a bloodline
1: last time. That You need to know at what point that you will take a stand and say you can go this far but no farther. Do you think this is going to wake somebody up? You heard? Me. I would hope so. You saw the video. You saw the people cheering, all in the name of equality, all in the name of tolerance, all in the name of, Zod. of social justice. Yeah, social justice. <laughs> Zod, Amiga. are you ready? Are you ready for Ragnarok?
0: <laughs> if it means that I can actually, you know, bust out an axe and start sorting shit out. I'm actually okay with this idea. Let's let's bring on the apocalypse because I am done. I get that I, I, look we're i we're get... telling people they can't even
1: take care of their own kids. Yeah. you you they effectively have said that your child does not belong to you and belongs to the state and they will deal with any issues that arise. Do you think this like is that hell, wake people up? Uh,
0: <laughs> like that's worked out so well. Yeah, no, <laughs> true.
1: But I mean where do you go? I mean, if this isn't going to wake people up, where do we go? Yo, know, we talk I mean, about Lord.
0: I mean, let me let me say this and I'm going to be crude, okay? I know that you're not like I am, but I'm more in your face don't give a damn. But literally the sky's open, Jupiter swung his dick out and slapped them in the face and they're still not waking up to it. They still think that this is okay, and acceptable behavior. If this is acceptable societal norms, then I'll be a barbarian.
1: Well, we had talked about, we had talked about uh, that everybody has a different awakening point. There, I call it tripwires of tyranny. Everybody has a different tripwire. I watched a lot of people wake up uh, in 2020 that they saw the tyranny that was coming. I I would have sworn to God that there would have been a Huge uprising when they started to make noise uh, about wanting to remove the Statue of Liberty. Uh, when they were now thinking, they want to
0: change the now they want to change the flag.
1: They want to change the flag.
0: Did you see what one of them looks like? Not, no mind you, people. I'm straight. You can call me whatever you want. I really don't care who you sleep with as long as it's not a child. But my, I don't care who you bet. As long as you're two consenting adults, it does not bother me. But when you want to take my flag, the flag that I grew up with, of the nation I am proud to be a member of, and turn it into some facsimile of the gay pride flag, because you want to be inclusive while telling any person who's straight that they're homophobic.
1: Well, it, remember, it's that mentality that if you're not with us, you're against us. And if you don't agree with us 100%, you're automatically the enemy. We've seen it on the left and more recently on the right. And it's vicious. They sit here and they come after each other and they just want to be done.
0: I don't understand. I don't get it. We have enough problems of our own like this where we can't even take care of our own children. We have enough problems like this on our own. But instead of dealing with that, these summertime patriots are willing to fight each other about who's got the most clout. Who's got the most following? Hey, you hurt my feelings. I'm mad that you asked me to act like an adult. No, I asked you to act like a rational human being. But that's wrong.
1: I think this issue has you hot, Tyr. <laughs> just a... Let's just go a to real war! Real. Rah! But who would expect any different from Tyr? I mean, let's <laughs> be honest. <laughs>
0: Well, here's my thing. Like, uh, and People don't usually, uh, if you've watched on TikTok or you've watched anywhere else where I've done anything, I don't usually get this heated. When children are involved, children, I had my childhood taken through a series of different actions. And that's my story. And I don't want to see people lose their childhood. That is the only time that I can stand humans. It is the only time where they are innocent, where they are pure where there's no evil motivation, and now we're just going to wreck that to, what, gratify our own deviancy?
1: I get it. I don't necessarily know if I'd call all children innocent, but I get the point. I mean, you, you've you met my son. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe evil is a little stronger word. Misguided? Or properly guided by the wrong mind? <laughs>
0: Welcome to the dark side. We have cookies. Uh, carry on.
1: <laughs> but no, I mean, sit so here, and I had expected, you know, people to stand up way before this. You know, I had problems with Donald Trump. Like, I did not think that he was a staunch protector of the Second Amendment. Uh, I had many other issues with him. Uh, my biggest issue. With him was the the second amendment issues, the bump stock bans, the red flag laws, all of those things that now people are waking up and going, I can't believe that they put that in the NDAA, dude. Those policies were started by Trump. But the one thing that I can I can stand up wholeheartedly and back Donald Trump on was his stance for human trafficking, uh, and and putting a stop to it and the protecting of the children. When that was exposed, that should have woke a lot of people up. Hey, these people in power, these elite, these people who think that they're above the law, look at what they've been doing. We have names. We have places. They're taking them down. I mean, everybody wants to sit here and go, oh, well, you know, you got those priests over there. Good. Bust them, too. I don't care. If you're involved with child sex trafficking, by all means, go. You know, But then you have the purists on one side who are like, I can't even believe these words are going to come out of my mouth. I I never would have dreamed it that pedophilia, or sorry, minor attracted persons is a sexual preference. And on the other side is if you look at porn or you participate in OnlyFans that you're contributing to human trafficking. There is a middle ground between those two.
0: But that's a false dichotomy. Not even, not even. It's not even comparing two moral similarities at all. Participating, okay, and we've heard this, we've argued about this because there are people that have this very chauvinistic tendency to think that women's place belongs in the home or everyone should have a moral compass that matches mine. Well, good God, I would hope not because my moral compass says it should be okay to hunt down pedophiles legally and you should get like, you know, a bag limit. You got 10, you get a bounty for them. But the thing is, We've got one side that wants to include everything that's wrong, every deviancy possible and accept it as as some kind of social norm, basically turning our society into Caligula. Yeah. And then we've got the other side that wants to go straight Spartan Puritan on it. And I'm like, are you nuts? There is such a thing as a gray area, morally speaking. But what we're talking about is two completely black ends.
1: Right. Right, right, of the right. the spectrum. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not comparing a good versus a bad. You're comparing a bad on one side versus a bad on the other side. <laughs> I get it. I, I do. I've had these debates so, so many times about moral puritism. And it's not even the great issue that they're debating. It is the fact that do you want the leftist authoritarianism or do you want the rightist authoritarianism but guess what they still share the authoritarianism you will believe my way or i will beat you down
0: well it, it, people have forgotten and you were you were one of the people that that brought this to my attention that america when it was founded as a nation what our forefathers envisioned was as close to controlled anarchy as you could get
1: yeah it's always been designed that way
0: but now it's like you've got one side or the other. And I hate to say it, but I, I hate the sheep on both sides. And there's so many on both sides. But I'm more scared of the ones on the right than I am on the left. <laughs> so the, the ones on the right are usually armed and they lead to things like, I don't know, goose stepping and camps that end up with gas chambers.
1: Oh, so does the left. And they just get there different ways.
0: Yeah, but you could they usually get more chance to fight on the right when that pendulum swings. It's instantaneous.
1: Yeah, because they will go out and straight up destroy their enemies.
0: And it's terrifying. It's terrifying to me that we've reached that kind of moral ambiguity. Well, the problem
1: ha- the problem with it is when the pendulum swings too far to the right. I mean, eventually they all reach the same point. It's not, it's a horseshoe right that the far ends of both ends point together and that is towards authoritarian almost always right but the problem is is that when it swings to uh the right they feel that they are righteously justified
0: the left- there is nothing more terrifying than someone who has not just a like Blind, patriotic pride and a religious-style fervor. When they feel that they've been justified, there's no stopping. I mean, look at history. You've got the Crusades and you've got the Spanish Inquisition. You can line straight up. And that's basically what you end up with when you swing that far to the right.
1: Well, okay. We can debate the Crusades... I'm not going to debate the Inquisition with you because that was just wrong on every stretch of the (laughs) (laughs) imagination. I'm not even going to try to argue it. But the Crusades... Okay, the first Crusade was justifiable. Everyone after that was power and politics and money. The first one was a retaliatory strike for hundreds of years of abuse to their people. I get it. But again... The problem comes is that when one side sits here and feels that it has been beat up or abused and decides that it's going to make that final violent stand, that when they become in charge, they don't just sit here and go, okay, we won. We're going to institute our government. It's we won and we're going to make you pay. We're going to make you pay like you made us suffer. And that's the problem. And that is why history is defined by certain events That don't talk about the best of people, but history is driven by events that prove that man's inhumanity to man is the most dangerous thing on the planet.
0: Well, it's like what I've said several times, is that the idea of a devil, when you actually understand humanity at its base nature, the idea of a devil is redundant. Because man will inflict all manner of unspeakable evil on their fellow man without Out provocation well i have always
1: been a big you know i do not hide my uh religious beliefs and i have always been the one that says at this point and in this time and and frequently through other times that the devil doesn't have to make us do anything he can take a vacation and sit back he doesn't even have to put the idea in our heads Oh, he takes notes. <laughs> well, I don't think he's taking notes. I'm pretty sure he. I'm pretty sure he's got this, but he's not making us do anything. You know that always pisses me off, and I think it's a cop out when you have serial killers and mass murderers. You say the devil made me do it. No, the devil didn't make you do it. You did it all on your own because humans are inherently evil.
0: <laughs> Proper use of the term inherent. Unlike what everybody else likes to do. It's inherently racist because you were born white. No. I I don't get it. We've reached a moral ambiguity. We've reached a point where both sides feel like they've been abused. But one side has fabricated everything and the other side's actually getting abused.
1: They're only getting abused because they lack the... Uh, testicular Testicular fortitude (laughs) to sit here and stand up for themselves the problem with society the problem with society is that no one drinks the blood from their enemy's skulls anymore I'm kidding partially but really the big issue is that in uh, earlier in our timeline even worse than that there is no shame you can do, say, or act any way and you're always going to have somebody who sits here and defends you. You're always going to have somebody who sits here and believes that your, your attitude and behavior is justifiable and nobody shames you because shame is wrong. We didn't get rid of racism. We didn't get rid of any of these things. What we did is we got rid of shame, and we are the worst. We are the worse people for it. I'm going to give you a perfect example. When I grew up, we would occasionally get food stamps or government assistance of some sort when we were on a farm, right? And we would sit here and It was not very long, and the parents and the grandparents, they would feel shame by using those in the store. Like you would try to go during when they first opened or when they were just about to close and get your groceries because giving that government assistance check over or cashing in your food stamps carried a level of shame for the man that you couldn't provide for your family. And for the woman that you had to rely on somebody that wasn't your, uh,
0: that provider. wasn't your spouse.
1: Yeah. Wasn't your provider. And there was a level of shame and it caused people to move from those government, uh, those government handouts as quickly as possible. You worked just that much harder because you didn't want to face that level that you didn't want to face that shame. Now they pass out food stamps. And then they give you cheat sheets on all of the food banks that you can hit within a certain community, within a certain number of drives. How to get on other government programs? There is no shame, and because of it, people don't need to be held accountable for their actions. They, they have accepted the fact that they are government titty babies. Is the only way I can think to
0: say it. Oh, they're sucking. They're sucking the government tit. Yeah, I can give you that. But what I think also a lot of that is, is we have we have denigrated masculinity. Not, no, I'm not saying that there isn't toxic masculinity. There are some chauvinistic pigs out there that, that are just inappropriate. But we have taken away what it is to be a man, to be a provider, to stand up for what you believe, to have a fucking backbone because that's not socially acceptable you should be more in touch with your feminine side i'm like this is what is dangerous about both the the racial inequality and the gender inequality that we see with social justice warriors going back and forth they don't seek equality what they seek is a flip reverse superiority it's like what you said well now that we won you're gonna pay right
1: they don't see we've them because you can't sit here and say anywhere throughout society that everybody doesn't have the same number of rights because if they did <clears> that <throat> person would have a huge ass lawsuit now i I kind of see where they come from if you were to look from a rich poor die uh dichotomy where if you were born into a rich family, you have it easier, but you have the same laws as everyone else, and if what well, you, you didn't, have is a lack sue. of
0: accountability
1: right. Is that you sit here and they've been there is there is a victim mentality in society today that is growing like a cancer. It's the only way I can think of to put it. Is that it is a cancer that tells people that they are victims and that other people are holding them down. This is not the American way. The American way used to be: you tell me I can't do it, I'm going to do it twice and take pictures.
0: Tell me to jump, I'm going to say how high. You know, it's, we rolled up our sleeves, we got shit done. That's what we did. That's who we were. That's what made America so much better than every other nation. People came here because there was a way, no matter what your background, no matter where you came from, there was a way, if you worked hard enough, to provide a wonderful life for your family. Right. It may not
1: be the mansion and the, or even the picket fence, but it was the ability to succeed to the level that you were talented. You weren't owed anything. You worked for everything you got. You you sit here and you earned. You, what you earned exactly? What was uh, what you worked for? That it was never the. Fr- The left has this terrible tendency to swap words and not realize that there is a different definition. Or, I used to believe that. Now, as I look at the politicians who say it, I know that it is exactly what they want. And they're not twisting those words. And it is equality and equity. They used to say everyone was equal, everyone was equal under the law. And that is a true statement, which means that everybody starts at the same point. You're all protected by the same laws. You have the ability to take the same number of breaths, right? That is equality. Equity is not equality. Equity is everybody ends up the same. And in a socialist, communist, Marxist type of government, or a social justice government the The equity that they are talking about is not everybody becomes a millionaire, or it's everybody's, the, it's everybody everybody's equally
0: miserable ends and poor at
1: the same point. Instead of starts at the same point, and that's the problem. You know, you see all those little things like they there. There was a YouTube video that talked about uh, equality. It says if you're white, you sit here. Uh, they had a track line, right? where they lined up all of these students of different uh, of different states, uh, uh, different economic backgrounds and colors. If you're white, take four steps forward. If you're black, take two steps back. And they set it all up, and they said, okay, this is the starting line, right? Now, on your mark, and they had staggered all them up, and it ended up like the white guy, the straight white Christian male was like, 10 feet from the finish line and the gay black track star was all those ways back and they said okay start and the white guy wins but then the track guy from way back because he's just naturally faster right gets there like right after him and they say and this is the problem with society no the problem with society is the way that they have it designed and the way that they want it to be is that everyone gets to three feet from the finish line. Then the government boot comes out and steps on all of them
0: and drags Mm. them into the gulag. Let's be honest. That's where we're headed. (laughs) Well, also, the other thing I hated about that, because I've seen that YouTube video, the thing I hated about it is, like, where the hell have you all been? Like, what rock are you living under? Because as a straight white cis man... My place in society is all the way to hell back there. Right now, yeah. Yeah, there's no chance. And it's nothing more than the fact that my sexual preference is straight. Now I'm super straight because apparently being straight and liking women isn't definitive enough. I have to like women that were naturally born women.
1: I'm biting my tongue so hard. Oh, fuck Come it. on, Odin. Oh, fuck it. All right, here we go. If you are an XY chromosome, if you have ever had or have a dick, you are a male. It, unless you had it surgically attached, because then you are the XX chromosome. Chromosomes do not lie. Yes, I am. But follow
0: the science. I am. <laughs> That's how ridiculous we've gotten.
1: You cannot tell me to follow the science when you're going to sit here and reject basic biology. What I hey, I got a YouTube short today. F-
0: I identify as a frying pan. You, you, the fact that you're not using my proper pronoun is just you want me to use your you. Pro- you
1: want me to use your proper pronouns. Fuck and you.
0: <laughs> oh, I feel special and warm inside. <laughs> But no, I mean that. Think about it though. That's how ridiculous it got. It, where where was the generation like? Is my generation? Because I know I'm 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 younger than you are. So I've turned thirty this year, and somehow it's like I'm looking around me like, how is my generation the one that's offended by everything? We grew up on South Park, for God's sakes. Fair. But they're offended by everything, and then you look at the generation <laughs> after me. They're eating Tide Pods, but they want to vote. Like, that's your generation,
1: still, dude.
0: I don't know. No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh yes. Tide Pod is all you, buddy. Odin, you could take that and just stick it with a sun note shot. That is not my generation. <laughs> oh yes uh, it is. I'm oh yes it.
1: it is. You, you know, when can't deny- that night.
0: Huh? When I look when I looked that up and realized it was the same generation as me, I was like, "Oh for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> why?" <laughs> And this is where we are as a society. We have dumbed people down so much that we have to put warning labels on detergent and say, don't put this in your vape pen and huff on it.
1: No, I say get rid of all the warning labels and it'll just settle itself out.
0: Yeah, you know what? For once, I think Darwin was 100% right. (laughs) Survival of the fittest. Let nature take its course. Right. See...
1: Uh who was it? Um I think it was Dennis Leary who had a bit where he talked about vegetarians. He said, "Do you know what happened to vegetarians in ancient times? They starved to death. And it's only in modern society that we keep the idiots alive."
0: You know, he he's not wrong, but you know what vegetarian is in the ancient language, right? Yeah, a cow. No, those who can't hunt. <laughs> 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 But no, you know, we're talking about this. This all comes back down to, to a few simple things, but one of the most important ones is accountability. And you and I have talked about this multiple times, about accountability, why it is so much easier to be led so you have someone that you can blame rather than accept personal responsibility for what you have done. And that's how we've gotten to this part of our society. But I don't think people realize how prevalent is, especially even on the right, where they all laugh about the liberals and they say, oh, look, it's a snowflake. It's a sheep. The turn around I was like, yeah, have you checked yourself in a mirror recently?
1: You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. I get it.
0: When you get people that are just blindly follow a figurehead <laughs> and not realize, or not, no, they know it. They know it. <coughs> they know it not to go back to the disgruntled artist in Germany, but there were many people who were in the brown shirts, who were in the Stasi that knew what they were doing was wrong, but they didn't care because they could blame someone else for it because they just followed orders.
1: You remember the uh, conformity experiments that I did the videos on Mm -hmm. where they sit here in, in the 1960s, Milgram did a conformity experiment that had Men and women from all different walks of life apply shock to somebody if they got the wrong answer, including lethal. And 80% of them push the lethal dos- dosage only because they were given the authority to do so by someone in a lab coat.
0: It's because we all blame cats for knocking off cups off of, off of air. They walk up, see a cat like a little asshole. He just knocks it right off the edge. Well, that's humans. If you give them the power to have control over somebody else's life, they're going to try to extinguish it at least once.
1: But w- when they don't have a, when they don't have to take responsibility for it, they sit here. And there were people who sit here and had moral questions. But I mean, if if you think that, if you think that you're strong-willed, the other conformity experiments, the ones with the visual lines that talked about the different lines, and it only took like two or three questions for the the majority of people to go along with it. They literally altered their perception to go along with the group. So when people tell me that they're ready to stand, that they're not going to (laughs) conform, congratulations, you're either going to be a Nazi or a couch Nazi. Take your pick.
0: Well, it's because they don't, they say this for small things. And then you watch them. How did you put it this last time? You said that last time
1: I said, if you're going to fail on the little things, you're definitely going to fail on the big things. Because in the military, you perform, you fight at your lowest level of training. So if you're not willing to take a stand for little stuff that you don't think matters, then you're not going to be able. Because tribulation tribulation, does not build character. It reveals it.
0: Well, in and, and blacksmithing, when you want to purify metal, you don't actually, it doesn't change the metal at all. All you do is you heat it up and you take what the, the dross, the, the impurities, you scrape it off the top. There it goes. That's what you have. Yep. You remove the dross. And I think that it, it's really difficult for a lot of people to understand how much dross there really is. Yeah. How many people would rather play a popularity contest? How many people would rather say what is popular and make money doing it? Now, far be it for me to to blame anybody for making money for doing something that they feel is important. That's different than becoming something that you really aren't just so you can make money, just so you can be popular.
1: That is a level of conformity that is self-deception. Where you are willing to change who you are For opinion. Where you would rather be popular than right. Or pop, you would rather be popular than
0: yourself. But then you have the flip side of that coin. You do. You have the flip side. You have people that because they want to be infamous. Will purposely be wrong.
1: Fair. We get a lot of people like that. You, You hear a lot of them. They're the ones who are the shock jocks. And go out and take a parody of it. Uh, who's, who's a good one? Uh, Stephen Colbert, when he was on comedy central and he was actually funny when he mm-hmm. pretended to be conservative by taking all of their talking points and moving them to such an extreme Rush Limbaugh talked about it a lot. He said that he would sit here and, uh, prove the, uh, uh, prove the absurdity of an argument by being absurd where they take, you know, the viewpoint of them and carry it to its most logical conclusion. Unfortunately, they were taking notes and apparently decided that they wanted to be that extreme, you
0: know. (laughs) Well, not only think about this, so uh, let let me steer us back on, I guess, what our original topic was supposed to be before I blew up. That lack of accountability is terrifying because it allows a certain kind of behavior. That lack of thinking for yourself because someone else will think for you. I think you know where I'm getting at with this.
1: Right, right, right. Okay, so let's do this on the next podcast. In the next podcast, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories, and we'll end it. We'll end this one. It's, it's a little bit of a shorter episode, but it allowed you to vent and to talk about this <laughs> horrible ass case about. But and, and then the next one we can do. We'll talk about conspiracy theories and the cult of personality. And um, but I want to leave with just one important point on this particular topic. I warned people for years that this was coming and they laughed. And they said, oh, you're a nut. Yo, you're a religious extremist. Blah, 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 blah. I've heard it all the time. I don't care. But here's what I said. If they can make you laugh at a concept on television, in five to ten years it becomes true. Now using the map breakdown, using the transgender breakdown, now think five to ten years ago where we were in television programming. And the best example you can get is the creepy old dude on Family Guy.
0: Yeah, we elected him for president.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going there. I was doing the minor attractive <laughs> persons issue, but okay. So all right. You know, that that's fine. Fair jab. Fair point. I mean
0: well, I but... Mean, think about it. When that level of deviancy is allowed, not only allowed, but considered socially acceptable. And it was on a on a on a scale that is Beyond absurd,
1: and it's marketed as cartoons because they get the children to laugh at. I know that they started out as adult cartoons, but then they become memes. Then you have regular TV shows that accept more and more deviant behavior to the point where look at where we are in 2021 right now, and then we'll end the podcast and we'll start working on a conspiracy theory one. But look at where we're at right now in society. Right, We have a society right now that allows cuties to be on Netflix, but they canceled Dave Chappelle, his most recent special. Let that sink in. We're allowing children to be molested. And I know that that's not what that's about, but I want to drop an interesting fact. Do you know that that director who, the casting director who picked those children, went through 600 audition tapes? Having them do the moves? 600 girls. Let that sink in. That is okay.
0: No, because I'm going to get angry
1: again. (laughs) Save it. (laughs) But, But... but Dave Chappelle making a joke about transgenders, he's not, he is not attacking them. He's making comedy. The last bastion of free speech in this country is always supposed to be the preachers and the comedians. And we have silenced the preachers or converted them to chase the almighty dollar, and we're silencing comedians. People like George Carlin would never be allowed to exist, ever.
0: What I wouldn't give. What I wouldn't give just to watch the media and societal meltdown. If we could just have him go back in time, grab him at his at his prime and be like, Look, bro, I need you to do a 30 minute special right here in Times Square. Here's the recent news. Could you just imagine the sheer meltdown?
1: They would lose their mind. <laughs> Straight up need a safe space.
0: There is no safe space, right? We've we've already like we're already censoring free speech. We're all, they're already going after the 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 Second Amendment. Who was it that said that the uh, the First Amendment is first for a reason? The second one's there in case the first doesn't work out, right? <laughs> it's like
1: that's Dave Chappelle, by the way. That,
0: it's, But you look at it and you go, how do we go as a society to that level of just sheer flip?
1: No, think about it. When they start censoring comedians for jokes, comedians are how we talk about social issues is we sit here and we, we insult everybody.
0: Okay. 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 And that here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Tears nerd side is going to come out here for a second. But what the hell? So I watched earlier. I was reading earlier. uh, After I got done reading that particular article that made me very angry. There was another one that just struck me as as both disheartening, saddening, and I just wanted to rage again. Superman's kid when they're doing the continuation of the Superman comics is now gay. I'm like, you already have Green Lantern. Why do you have to mess with... Why do you have to mess with... With things that are already set? Like, come on!
1: Look. Media. Comics. Comics are... A fantasy realm. And I don't care... If... You're going to make... What sexual orientation your characters are. I... I don't... Mm, okay.
0: They literally made a new set of heroes called Safe Space. And yeah. uh, what was the other one? Safe oh, Space. And, it's a whole team. Yeah. It's like you sit there, and you look at it, and you're like, oh, my God. We just turned everybody's. The kids we used to pick on for being little whiny bitches are now the superheroes.
1: Yeah. Because of What inclusion. happened to
0: Sticks and Stones? What happened to Sticks look, and Stones? Break comic, my books,
1: bones? comic books will be dead within a decade. And the reason is because they decided that they want to fit a political agenda in it. You used to support... We we love Superman because Superman stood for true justice in the American way. We stood... We loved Batman because Batman kind of believed the same thing. But he wasn't afraid to get down and dirty and punch some blows. You know, throw some hands with some people, right? He was the vigilante justice that we all kind of wanted when somebody skirted the justice system. These were all things that touched our hearts. But at some point, Hollywood, comics, whatever, the entertainment industry decided that you were nothing more than your sexual orientation. You were nothing more than your color. I don't remember this type of shit when I was growing up. I don't remember people going... I'm black because I can do this. I don't remember that. I don't. Not at all. Nowhere did somebody's characteristics. If if they had a black Green Lantern or they had a black Superman. Fuck, I love Steel. Right? When I was growing up, Steel was awesome. He was a badass in the comics. Right? And he loved Superman. That's why he put on that suit. Right? It wasn't... It wasn't I'm black, I'm gay, I'm trans, any of those things. It was I'm a superhero who just happens to be Yo, know, Daredevil was a superhero who just happened to be blind. Not he was blind so you should feel sorry
0: for him. No. That was the exact that was the exact antithesis. Of that character, though. Yes. He purposely went out of his way to not be helpless because he hated that feeling. Right. We used to teach people to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. And now we have some lady that says that cow farts are going to destroy the world that says it's physically impossible to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. Well, maybe we, if you wore something besides, you know, dockers, you would understand what bootstraps really are. We used to be defined
1: by our character and the things that we would stand for. Now we're defined by the color of our skin and our sexual orientation, and we are a weaker society for it
0: that lack of accountability
1: yep so I think we should end this one here all, and right, all right then we can go do the other ones because we're at uh f- oh hey, look, there is a timer we're at a uh, forty two minutes so I think this is a nice shorter one shorter forty two minutes is
0: short. <laughs> <laughs> Odin, I'm gonna tell you that one of these days they're gonna realize that we sit here for hours and discuss things. This isn't this is like a conversation between me and you.
1: Yeah, we hit record at one point and be like, okay, I think we should say, hi, I'm Odin, and that's (laughs) Tear, and welcome to our podcast. We're already three and a half hours into it, I just remember to hit the damn record button, (laughs) and we'll talk to an hour and then be like, okay, I'm going to hit the end and we're going to go talk for another three fucking hours, so... (laughs)
0: And and that's one of the things I always had a problem uh, just as a a bit of an aside because this is our our second podcast after our inaugural one and a lot of people that have followed us on other social media are probably wondering why we left. Because there's only so much you can say in three minutes. There's only so much you can say in 60 seconds.
1: Or on a live you can sit here and get censored either by the algorithm or somebody who has a problem with you. If they don't (laughs) like something that you say. And right now in today's society they hate they hate dissenting opinion on the right and the left. If you don't agree with exactly what they say, they're going to cancel you. They don't care. They're out for blood. So we had to go to a platform that allowed us to speak our mind. And right now, podcasts are probably the freest way to express yourself. We can sit here and instead of talking in code saying, let's go, Brandon. Fuck we can Joe go, Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Joe Biden right we don't have yeah. to censor ourselves
0: we and don't have to I'm, say hey look i've got freedom seeds and a patriotic planter no i have a w- rather wonderful long gun that shoots a 50 caliber round right we can fuck also say
1: we can also say try hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and fuck the vaccine
0: or or maybe just maybe it's so there's a little blurb on this, and here's what I keep getting in trouble for, or gotten a lot of trouble for on some videos, was when I would just be like, you know, if you didn't baby yourselves and live inside of a freaking bubble and take an, a, a medication for every little damn thing, maybe you would have an immune system like what we did, because we grow up, we, we we had a cut. What'd we do? Rub some dirt on it. Keep going. Right? I I remember when I got
1: stabbed with a, a sword, and I super glued my wounds together.
0: Okay, that's a story we're gonna have to talk about at a later time. That I have to hear. <laughs> but everybody, it's been wonderful talking to you all, and uh I wanna thank you all for putting up with my uh, my little tirade and rant. And I hope everybody has a wonderful evening.
1: All right, so I'm Odin, and that's it. And we are winter's call. <laughs> See you later, everybody. The preceding podcast is brought to you. By Heimdall, keeper of the Bifrost.